Hey y'all, it's Pat. I play Leland Deacon. I'm John and I play Mort McCoy. This is Ray and I play Cami the Kitsune. Hey, I'm Adam Bash. I'm the storyteller and welcome to Brute Force. Greetings, fine patrons. Welcome to the Gilded Ram Grog House and Tea Room. I have also Jasper Spitwhistle, and let's just get the unpleasantness right out of the way, right up front. Okay? Some of you know what I'm about to say. Some of you may not, if you were not here for noon tea today. There's going to be a few changes around here at the Gilded Ram. Okay? Um, most notably, a, a significant change to the menu. We are done with tea. There will be no more tea at the Gilded Ram. Grog House and Tea Room. We're going to keep the name the same because frankly the sign was quite expensive. But we're done with tea. I am... I won't say I'm angry but I'm certainly disappointed in each and every one of you and your behavior at, at, at tea today at noon tea. Frankly, when I came to this town several years ago, I thought to myself these people are nothing but a bunch of bumpkins. And they will never learn how to love and appreciate the finer things in life. And then, over time, I began to trust in your abilities to perhaps, perhaps peel away the layers of just absolute filth that you are caked in and just take a moment to enjoy something beautiful, like a nice steaming cup of green tea. But the things that I saw today at noon tea, I dare not repeat them. Don't look at me with sad puppy dog eyes. You all know you were there. You saw it happen. You took part in it. And tea is done. We're done with tea. (sighs) And additionally, uh, we're at a very important part of the story. For as the brute force was working to try to figure out the motivations and in fact the hierarchical structure of the vampires that were overrunning Gerd, Leland had found himself face to face with the one person who could most distract him from that current task. Well, I I say that, but honestly, anything could have distracted Leland from a task. Um, A stiff wind blowing um, smoke from a a cigar from down the street. He would say, oh, what type of cigar is that? That smells great. Or maybe it smells like shit. I gotta go over there and make fun of that guy's cigar. You know, it could have been anything. But in the case, this this case, it was Lila and his sister. You know, he hadn't seen her face since before her death. And uh, much to his chagrin, hers had not changed much but his. Uh, he was not the sight that he was in life. So he was feeling a bit of, I don't know, a little bit in his feels about the whole situation. You know, you see his sister after all that time. And you know, you had a little bit of a tiff as kids. You didn't really get along super well. She tried to murder you or something, you know, kind of hazy on the details. Um, but then you see her later and she looks great. And you kind of look like you've been, you know, road wet and put away hard. And Leland being Leland fell right back into the old ways he treated his sister in life. However, whether he liked it or not, she might just be the only person with information on this town, so... He's kind of shit out of luck, right? I mean, that's just, you gotta deal with it, bro. That's your sister, man. Last time, Mort and Leland, you encountered someone 
that well more you didn't know this person did you no, no. you didn't never met this person before. john knows more this well what john knows and what mort knows there's a <laughs> impenetrable yeah. goal more knows way more things than John knows <laughs> but in this particular instance John knows Mort does not know mm -hmm. uh, who this particular person is uh, Pat I leave it up to you whether or not Leland recognizes his sister Lila and Deacon but we don't we haven't established what she looks like yet I may recognize her or I may not and your your eyes have established it well sure but my eyes have seen the glory of the coming of the Lord as well but uh, a power come. <laughs> so I will tell you that Lila Ann looks uh, exactly. Are you okay, Patrick? <laughs> Adam said power come, so I made a, I made a, a while <laughs> So ago. you did that. Uh, Lila Ann looks exactly uh, as you remember her. Uh, she looks as young as the last time you saw her, hasn't aged today. She's dressed like head to toe in black and long sleeves. Long, long, kind of uh, a weird sundress, kind of light gown uh, with slits up the side and a cloak. And I believe y'all were referring to her as the Whispering Witch. Yep, I instantly recognize mm -hmm. her. Does she have uh, <laughs> Reginald with her or does she not pass her longevity onto him? She's alone. Uh, no, she's she's alone in this situation. She's alone in this moment. Let's 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 codify some of this uh, <laughs> uh, like time span because mm -hmm. I don't know how into the amount of time that has passed since Leland died we've gotten. Leland but, been mummified, yes. But like um, a couple of centuries. Yeah. Well, I don't know that it was centuries, was it? Well, I mean, maybe we're talking. Half a century. There were still gods, and there's not even years. gods no more. So it must have been a while. I mean, that's been a that's been a year. Or so, <laughs> um, so I, I mean, Pat, how, how, in your mind, how long do you think Leland was entombed? Eighty three years. That feels exactly right to me. Perfect. Okay, a generation, basically. You know, your sister uh, appears before you, eighty three years uh, older in mm -hmm. all uh, intents and purposes, but. Uh, looking not a day older than the day, last day you saw her, which was, quite notably, Your the day you day. died. Yeah. yeah, the day you died. He's not dead, uh, mummified. The day you were what you are now. Yeah. Well, you have to die for you to undie. That's, That's fair. Yeah. That's a very fair point. That's yeah. a very fair point. We're all, we're all just standing here. Oh, okay. I just wasn't sure. Mm. Yeah, I think she just like came out of a wall or something, didn't she? Or she just camouflaged with the wall or something. Boy, you might have to ask. Ask yeah. that. that. Who knows? The cloak. I bet she'll recognize the cloak, you. Cloak, really, Lila Ann? That's a bit mm. gauche, don't you think? Well, you're always a little tacky. So you haven't aged on account of you know your BLs above. <laughs> so how's how's uh, being the actual devil working out for you, you little strumpet? A cloak? Golly, uh, if Daddy could see you now, a cloak. What's wrong with cloaks? Shut up. Lila, <laughs> it's not cloak weather. First off. Uh-huh. No, are you quite done? For now. Can we... All right. Um, I, You know, Leland, it's been so long since I've seen 83 you years. breathing. No, I look like shit. Okay. Well, first of all, that is only partially my doing. If you think that I have not been keeping up with the bullshit you've been spreading around or Yorith, I can't say that. I'm tired right now. Why would you make, why would you make me say that? You've been... R like running up and down ever since you got out. Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. And? You think I haven't been seeing you You kill every single NPC you've encountered? Stabbing them, getting them hooked on drugs. I was hoping that if you took a little siesta, that if you sat on the bench for, I don't know, a quarter of the game, 
you would get some perspective. Was I, I was thinking that you would, and here you are acting an absolute fool. I'm on a redemption arc. And when, and when do you plan on starting that, when darling? The, when the drugs run no, out. No, honey, when do you plan on starting that redemption arc? When, when the, the dr- drugs? And right now I got, he's going to pat. I didn't leave you with any <laughs> drugs. I'm not quite sure how you got those. I didn't. Were they so fossilized in your system that you're just scraping the, the dust off now from what was your lungs? Where there's a will, there's a way. The, the Lord works in mysterious ways, and you would know that if you didn't dance with the devil in the pale moonlight. The gods are dead. The gods are dead and we oh, both Oh, this is my that. friend Mort. He also hates you on account of the fact that I told him that you uh, undermined my sugar plantation game oh. and you turned me into a mummy Mort, so that you could steal a family fortune you're his sister. your life. Yeah, well. Mort, it is so nice to meet you. And she'll extend a hand. Don't touch her hand. Yeah, Don't she'll touch ex- her hand. She'll extend a hand. She'll extend a hand uh, uh, right up to Mort's uh, mouth as though expecting She's him to kiss you. the back you're gonna of it. You're going to be ensorcelled. Uh, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't feel like being Sorcelled, but um, I suppose nice to meet you. Okay. But sorry, let th- me just. You're saying drugs? I, Leland, I thought it was sugar. No, no, no. Those were oh, those wow. were drugs. I call it my booger oh. sugar on account of the fact that you were up. never so bad as to be lying to your friends, Leland. What are you doing now? You you were never so low as to be lying to your friends. I mean, you lied it's to everyone else, sure, pressure. but your friends. It's just peer pressure. And sometimes, you know, we're here for a good time, not a long time, except for me, who was entombed for 83 years on account of the fact that you are a dilettante wearing a cloak in non-cloak weather who is in league with the devil. We haven't even talked about why you were entombed, Leland. You're making a lot of assumptions and jumping the gun for a, with your lovely sister that you haven't seen, and I think you've mentioned 83, 83 years. years. Maybe do a little catch-up. You could ask me about myself. We could sort of uh, so, sort of unpack a lot of the sort of the family trauma that we built up over years. But no, you feel like you need to attack my fashion choices, and that is, I get, I guess, what you need in this moment. I just want to know how much. Why, when you did it, you know, you met up and you decided to turn me into a, mum- a mummified man. And did daddy sanction it? If daddy sanctioned, I'm going to dig up his corpse and violate it on my redemption arc style. Daddy is dead and there is no need for you to bring him into this. You always were a chicken shit little boy to bring daddy right into everything. Because I was his special little prince and he loved me the most. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, a special little prince is damn right. You didn't do anything. That's not true. I shrunk, the, I shrunk all in the your workers mouth. down. I shrunk them all down on all account mm. of the fact to save on, uh, you know, health insurance to be cheaper on the fact they got tiny bones. It's easier to splint a tiny bone than a big bone. I didn't know that the sorcerer bebopping through town was not very good, and he turned them into children's. So when, uh, you know, uh, OSHA came by, and they said, you got children's here. I had to be like, no, show me your social security card only on account of the fact social security doesn't exist in this land. So I was caught with my hand in the proverbial children's cookie jar. I was not caught with my hand with children. I was caught. Mort, can you tell her about how she's not the good one and I'm the good one on my redemption? Yeah, I mean, from from all I've heard, um, it seems like you're a bit of a backstabbing dilettante, really. Yeah, yeah, you don't know anything about the in arts. A, in a cloak, no less. Now, I'm sorry, please remind me. Now, who who are, who are you? I've not been keeping up with whatever the fuck you're doing, except that you're running around with my brother while he's murdering and it's looting. And getting people hooked on it's drugs. Oh, uh, I mean... Now, but, uh, explain to me how hooking someone on drugs is in I'm the matter of self-defense. Them. I'm not getting them hooked on anything. We're just hanging out. I'm Mort McCoy. I, I saved the world once. No, no big deal. 
Yeah. He's actual. Save the save the world from what? Hold hold on, Leland. That was very interesting to me. Kind of brought the gods back and stuff. You know, it's just just. What do you mean you brought them back? They're not here. Well, no, they've they've had a little vacation since they came back because they were resting for ages, and then we brought them back, and they wanted to have another rest. I don't understand that bit really, but we brought them back, and then they disappeared again. Are you trying to tell me you were part of the crew that ended the Austrian era? What? Who are you running with, Leyland? It's my friend Mort. No, we're part of the crew that ended magic in the world, um, which I guess I, probably we, isn't a good thing either, to be honest. Now um, we are talking about the same exact thing, but you are, you're describing it in such a wild way. Where did you find this one, baby brother? No, we found him. Yeah, they found me. They came. They came into my tomb. I was dryjacking. For 83 That's years. That's why you're out? Yeah. They come into my tomb and I tricked them with some whiskey and then they drank it as like, oh, welcome to my tomb. That, okay. So you dilert, diluting my curse was not sort of part of any of yeah. this. And now you've sort of, you've hassled yourself onto, mm-hmm. onto these yeah. folks. Yep. Yep. I was always good. All right. I'm just, I'm just a silly old, I'm just silly Billy again still, you know, I was good at it. Well, Mort McCoy, it is fantastic to meet you. I'm interested in anyone who was in in the Austrian era. That, honestly, thank My you. My friend, not yours. Your My service. friend, not yours. Leland. <laughs> are, are you talking about the, the recent Austrian era or the old, old Austrian era? Because, I, I mean, I was in both of them, of course. <laughs> now, I'm not going to touch that one with the 10-foot pole because I don't know what the hell you mean. But what, I, what I'm talking about is the era where where all of the wild forms of magic went to die uh, because there was a big graveyard of shit, kind of mu- sort of mucking it up, mm-hmm. and there was a group of folks that sort of dug all that up. And yeah, uh, yeah rec- recently, the recent Austrian era. I'm not talking about a war. Which folks dug no, that up? I'm not talking about w- a war. W- was it your boyfriend Zach Cochran who lived in a town, the next town over? Was he the one that dug it up? Maybe was it Zachy? Was Zach Cochran who didn't exist? Was it him? More, she made up a boyfriend. That is so. That is so incredibly fucked up for you to bring up. That is so rude. I cannot believe that you would do that. And he went to another school, and I feel like you know that. Do you know Lily. why she made him up more? I think more? deeply you remember that. Do you know now, why she made him up on. more? <laughs> it is, I, I don't even know First who of is. all, the fact that you would remember that after. You have, been, you have been living or partially alive for over 100 years now, and the fact that you would bring up Zach Corcoran in this, he, he don't even know we're talking about him. He's long dead. And it's, it's so fucked up that you would bring that up right now, and it's going to be broadcast. It's gonna be bro- so people are going to hear this conversation. Is Zach Cochran going to hear this conversation? No, Zach Cochran won't hear because he never I, more, existed. I do not know he that. He never existed. Now, okay, Leland, what is the point of me making up a boyfriend? At what, at, in middle school, why would I do that? Now, why know. would I do that would in our you, primaries? Why would you take your dear brother, who thought you were the coolest ever, and trick him and ensnare him and mm-hmm, then mm-hmm, put him mm-hmm, in a tomb mm-hmm. for 83 years? I would still be there if Mort didn't okay. come shuffling in. Now, now, that's a conversation I would love yeah. to have because that's productive. First off, how do you still look so young, you Beelzebub? I, I was just about to ask that. Old Scratch? All right, don't call me Old Scratch. That's, that's the name of the dead cat. Stop that. <laughs> Second of all, Thank you. I, I, I do look I do look great. I'll be honest with you. Except for the cloak we've established. Look. Was that a gift from Zach Cochran? Is that why you wear Le- it? Leland, it is so messed up. Leland, that is so wild. Stop talking about Zach Cochran. <laughs> <laughs> so fucked up. Anyways, was it with a ch or with a ck? 
I could never recall. It was with a C-H and you know how Leland, you know that. You know that he went to another school. Is it a kind of, is it a, <laughs> a kind of the fact of your horse face when you were in middle school that it took a while for your body to grow and catch up with? I feel like we're getting deeply specific <laughs> and it's not being very productive at the moment. I would love to have a conversation that, that, that pertains to how you became this way. But if you're going to just keep throwing that Cochrane in my face... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how we, you expect us to get anywhere. And there is something, there is a matter at hand oh. that we do need to tend to. Because if you haven't noticed, Ephraim's running around here like a goddamn menace. And he is is being a bigger pain in my ass than you Did are you? at the moment, which is a monumental task. We thought he was working with you on something. Yeah, that oh. seemed like something you would do on account of the fact you turned me into a mummy because you're real mean. Leyland. A lot of these are phrased as sort of declarative statements, as though you understand my motivations and intentions. I, I would love a question. I would, I would love a jumping off point because you just keep telling me that I'm the Did devil. Did you turn me into a mummy on account of the fact you're so mean? I, <laughs> I did. In fact, I did. In fact, uh, uh, take you to your current state. I wouldn't call it a mummy. You are undead. Uh, which is the way that you were when I found you, frankly, to be honest. It's not Frank? dead. Oh, wow. All right. Wait. You wait, you didn't do a murder unto me? So what so what I did, first of all, what I did And wait, I'm not a mummy. I can take these wraps off? I thought this was a whole bit. Okay, Leland, your body is preserved uh-huh. is is sort of the verbiage that I would use. Mummified. Now Yeah. Yeah. Because preserves you can put on thank breads. Now, you can't put you. me on bread. Thank you, Mr. McCoy. You, you, if you want bread on yourself, you're going to have to do that of your own account. I don't I don't know exactly what I'm supposed to do about putting you on bread. Your, your body is preserved. Now, do you remember what was going on in the family when you, you sort of met your kind of pause, when we sort of paused you for a well, little bit? Everyone was real mad on account of the fact of the child labor, which, again, was not... Mm-hmm. Child labor. I thought it was going to shrink him down, not re- reverse age him. And then he skedaddled uh-huh. on account of the fact that I paid like a lot of daddy's money to do it. Now, Leland, when you fuck up that mm. badly for that long, it has huge ramifications to a company. And at that point, our family was nothing but that company. Yeah. So as your older sister... And as the only one that had any fucking sense in that family, I decided you needed a little time out. Now, if I went back in time, if I had that ability and I did that, would I make some different choices? Maybe. I got a little in over my head. And in the process of trying to sort of put you on halt and preserve you a little bit so that you could ruminate on some of the choices you've been yeah. making, it got a little messy. All right, and I understand that more than I think that you know. How? When you did it, and then you thought to yourself, oh, well, maybe I shouldn't have turned my baby brother who just wanted to help the family save some money. Maybe I shouldn't have turned him into an undead. Leland. Did, did you think, you could have come to my tomb, you could have come to my tomb at any point and let me out, but it's been, again, I, 83 years, and if it weren't for Mort, my best friend Mort here, you know, maybe, you know what would have been real cool? If Zach Cochran would have let me out of my tomb, and then we could have teamed up. God damn it. God damn it, Leland. I knew that you were going to make this about Zach Cochran again. You never shut the fuck up about him, and you never met him. No one ever and, met him. And honestly, this is school. <laughs> He's real. He's a for real person. <laughs> 
he's a, he's a human. He lived and he lived his life and he died. And so anyone, Leland, that's neither here nor there. That is neither here nor there, Leland. Neither was he. I, I, <laughs> Leland, I'm so tired of fighting with you like this. I look, it hurt. It hurts me deeply that you think that I would not have come and let you out of that tomb. This was a little early. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Not the Simpsons sound effect. Leland. (laughs) Now, Leland, you haven't even asked me how. We haven't gotten into any of this. I did what I had to do. What? 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 How? All right. First of all. You have been made aware that Ephraim isn't exactly what we Jeez, thought he bad, was. He's a bad, bad vampire boy turning the whole world into vampires. We're trying to kill him. We all were right, going to kill right. you too, and I was really looking forward to that part. Now I can't kill you, but I am still real sore that you left me in that Look, tomb for 83 years with a bunch of stupid books, a bunch of Russian books. You know I don't like Dostoyevsky or Tolstoy. You could have left me with any sort of French existentialism. You could have left me with some American modernism, but you left me with now, all of them. I had to read notes from the underground. You know how many times I, I read let, notes from I the left you books with substance. Idiot. I left you books with substance because I wanted you to self-reflect. And once again, taking us taking us off the rails to go and show us the Leland show for some fucking reason. Well, I don't know how Tolstoy I, did it. Anna Karenina is filled with rich, a rich tapestry of the most realistic lived-in characters you ever saw. And he wrote that in the 1800s. I don't know how he did it. Uh, Lila Ann is going to take the kind of like neck, the kind of like high collar neck of her shirt and uh, yank it down enough for you to see a really gnarled scar right across oh, her sternum. Thyroid cancer. Oh my God. I I really, how are you still testing me to this point? And she's going to continue to pull it down and see that in this sort of like gnarled diagonal scar that runs across her chest, there is a like thick uh deep ruby that is set uh in her chest you died late did you die uh now more uh, don't look at my sister's not bosoms white i'm sorry my tits are not out leyland this is all right <laughs> look when you were alive the first time before, me? before i preserved you oh leyland sorry yeah we're both we both got an undead thing working on here yeah more. We, we've both been alive a couple of times I'm sure it was a real bonding experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was sort of trying to share uh, an experience with y'all. I'm sorry. Please share. Okay. I'm really worried that you're going to start saying some random bullshit from our childhood. Anyways, um, when we when we knew Ephraim, mm. all right, he was not very open about it with the whole family, but I was very aware that he was interested in some old creepy shit. Creepy Uncle Ephraim. Some old, I, di- I didn't. Mm. Well, Okay, I didn't. We he we knew he was creepy and old. I didn't. I, not everyone knew he was a collector as he is. I was not aware that he was a vampire, but I was aware that he kept a lot of old creepy shit. He was a collector of the old magics. Was he a vampire back then as well? Most likely, but I didn't really. He was lying to a lot of us, Mortimer. He was lying to the family, it's, and he was using what? us to sort of fund his own sick. All right, Mister McCoy. Please, Mr. McCoy was father. When was he alive? Uh, about 250, 60 years ago, something like that. Stellar. Uh, I I took one of the old magic books, <gasps> and I was kind of trying to figure out how to translate it when I attempted to preserve you. I really thought it was more of a soft run, and I 
it wasn't perfect. You, you weren't supposed to be preserved in this way. You were supposed to keep a little bit more of your features. It, it, it really is sort of not the most deft hand, uh, if you could tell by how it sort of formed on me. Um, but you were safe, and there was nothing that was going to hurt you in that tomb. And I was there, and I made a choice I felt like I had to make for the benefit of the family and the company. And Daddy died not that long after that, and then it was nothing but me. And I, I didn't, I, I hated I hated it. I ha- I hated the family. I hated the company. I hated what we were doing. We're destroying the world for what? For sugar? Like we can't have other sweeteners. We were f- we were fracking, Leland. That's what our family was doing. Our family has has a line of sins is long longer than you can see. It was it was horrible. I left as soon as I could, and I had to see my face everywhere plastered with the with the deacon name everywhere because Ephraim decided we still needed a wholesome family image. So I couldn't go down a street corner without looking and seeing my own mug blasted up, smiling like I'm goddamn Wendy's. It's not what I wanted. I think family fracking's a category of isn't it? <laughs> oh my god! Hold on. We glossed over you doing a little bit of dibble-dabble with some magic, thinking it was going to go one way, and then, oops, we did a wrong preservation way, but I got in trouble for doing a little dibble-dabbling into magic, and oops, children, (laughs) we're the same crime. And now I'm going to put you in a tomb for 83 years with only Tolstoy and Dostoevsky to keep you company, and the only thing that's going to hurt you— Russian authors are not a sin. Liking the Russian authors are not a sin, first of all. And second of all, I understand the irony— into in this family situation, hit, learn don't learn from history, doomed to repeat itself. I sort of get that. I've been I've been I've been very conscious for eighty three years and living with that and having to t- do what I can to sort of clean up the mess this family left behind. I'm putting in work. You're running around and murdering every NPC and getting everyone hooked on drugs, and and I'm the one left to clean up the mess no again. One's hooked on drugs. Like I'm like I'm here to handle Ephraim. Are you suggested that you entombed Leland to protect him, but it went wrong. Is it kind of a break glass in case of emergency type And then type you thing? never even came to the tomb. I was Did you forget where the tomb was? Not was it in the same town where Leland. Zach Cochran went to school? Leland, I am so tired of hearing about Zach Cochran. You've been talking about him for well, so long. Well, guess who's long. with me? <laughs> Zach, so come on out. Just kidding, because he doesn't exist. <laughs> Zach's not with us at all. <laughs> this is a podcast. This is an absolute podcast. Leland, Leland, I was, you, I didn't forget about you. I couldn't forget so about you. why didn't you. you come? Why You haven't even, first of all, I've heard that question asked way too many times for From my Zach. liking. Second of all. Zach. He wasn't a very good lover, huh? <laughs> I was a child. He was in middle school. Leland. <laughs> Look, Leland. You were not meant to stay there forever, and you wouldn't have, all right? How do you think that I know what you've been doing and how many people you've been murdering and getting hooked it's, on drugs? Well, I haven't been murdering the Ruby. They, those murders have been self-defense. The one guy I stabbed at the dock, I threw all that money down and said, look at the money, and I stabbed him right under the chin with that beautiful gold knife. That's not self-defense. But he was a bad boy, Leland. a nerd. He was going to steal all that money. He dropped on the floor. Yeah. He had to do something. From the, from, from the castle nearby, you hear, Oh, my God! Maskley's been killed! Okay, well, I did. Wow. I, that, I, we did. Mm-hmm. That guy was... Oh, sure. He was, that, because of vampires. We, we're, I'm going to rid the world of vampires, and that's going to be my redemption arc. 
And Leland, you're you're running off half cocked. You're you, that you always run off half cocked. You, I, I, I did what I did to protect the family, and I won't pretend like I didn't do that. But if you think that I didn't care about you protecting yourself, protecting you from yourself, Leland, you were running around. You were going to get yourself killed at some point. Some You were going to run afoul of a wizard who was going to murder you. All right? I left you in the tomb because I, I wanted something for you. I wanted you to want something better for yourself. And I thought that I, that I was going to be able to inherit inherit the company and grow and age gracefully and die like a normal fucking person and then be able to wake you up and leave it to you thinking that, that we would connect at, at a different era and a different time. And, and obviously that is not how life happens and that's not how my plan went. And the company is what it is now. Why haven't you aged and died like a normal person? Oh my God, what an excellent question, Moore. I'm so glad you asked. Um, because I'm fucking... You're a vampire. I got a... <gasps> no. No? No, no, uh, no, y'all. We can't. That's that's a little too much. No, yeah, I'm because not a it's so far fetched in this world that it's you might be it's, a vampire. It's absolutely ridiculous. I don't know why you would bring that up. No, um, when I left the family, when I left the company, I, I did it because I wanted to try to write some of sort of the bullshit that we'd kicked up with all the fracking and all the sure, horrible things that we've done sure, to the planet. Sure. You know what you could have written? A little note and slipped it in one of the many pockets in the jacket that I'm adorned with that you see here before you. So when I came to in the tomb, I could have said, oh, Lila Ann was misguided in her attempts to protect her baby brother from the ills of the world. And instead, all I did was stew on revenge. And it slowly drove me crazy until I got out and got all my friends hooked on drugs and stabbed people up underneath their chin. Am I supposed to bear the weight of, of your yep. recent sins also? Okay. 83 I, years is a long time to be inside of a tomb with very little light and just the Russian masters. <laughs> I, I, Leland, you saw how good of a job I did trying to preserve you as you were. Why did you think I would be ready to wake you up in two weeks? I, I, that's a long time. Two weeks? To be asleep. Or to be in a tomb? Wow. Have you ever been inside of one you, room by once yourself again, for two weeks? The translation of the spell is to preserve, first of all. Second of all, I took the book that I stole from Ephraim. I, I, I took that. I felt this real weird connection to it. And so when I left the family, when I left the company, I took that and I, f- I figured out where it came from. I'm, 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 I have work to do. That's why I can't age. That's why I can't die. You know what would make me feel better? If I, could, if I could cut off just one of your fingers. Just whichever one you like the least. <sighs> You can't. You're just like you were when you were a teen. Just, you were so into cutting off fingers as a teen. I did. Like, that I did you would. You wouldn't stop cutting love, off fingers. I did love to do that. The staff was so scared of you, Leland. Remember that one guy? You only had a thumb left. That. That's probably why. Leland, I do remember. His name is Jeffrey. Yeah, first of all, and he with yeah. a G, and he had four yeah. children. But one thumb. Leland. Okay. Okay. All right. I under I understand. No, I understand quid pro quo. Mm, yep. All right. I get uh, yep. it. I get it. If you feel like like I've wronged you, which is fair. I understand, baby brother. All right. We've we've been in some scraps, but I got a pretty big one over on you. If you want a free shot at a hand, all right, then I'll I 
you can have it. And she will, she'll like put her, her dainty hand before you as though expecting you to kiss the back of it, obviously is the common gesture here. Leyland, I, I want to be on good footing with you. I stand by what I did. I've made my choices. Take it. Why don't, why don't you he's have it? He's going to take out a cool... Come on, come on baby brother. He's going to take out a cool knife. A mm-hmm. real cool one. Grab it <laughs> by right. the wrist. I don't flinch. And just give it a little boop, like you would do like a little, <laughs> just a little, like a little pinprick, mm-hmm. like you're going to check for diabetes. And then he's going to say, your sins have been absolved. You... And then you think that's going to do something. You feel better? You Redemption feel- arc. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mort sees the blood and suddenly comes over crazed and accepts. No, he doesn't. <laughs> what is wrong? I'm sorry. I'm sorry, sir. What's wrong with this man? He's a vampire. But a good one. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. That- I can't, I can't. I came here to get the vampires out of Gurn because I feel personally responsible for Ephraim's sort of rise to power because he did so with the money that our company made. He was tricked. He was tricked by a god. In turn, he was. He wasn't turned into a vampire by like one of those weird sexual guys like Tom Cruise uh, from Interview with a Vampire, but from a devious fox god. So he's a different type of vampire. I, vampires are born what they are unless they're turned by a prime whatever what do you mean he was tricked by a god i wasn't a vampire i never got bit or anything i just you know woke up as a vampire i fully can't keep and up with not, not important this seems like a whole why are you alive <laughs> yeah we keep glossing over that i'm sorry I, what, how well yeah well you started talking about how you wanted to cut my finger I off did want to cut and i and off. i can't i can't just let i can't just not check that no, I have a, I have a, I have a job to do. I, I, I took the text and I went to, I went where it showed me to go. I followed it just like anyone would, I guess, that felt a calling. Uh, and I happened upon a coven now. I, I've taken my vows. I'm, I'm stuck this way until my work is done. Oh, well, redemption arc at the same time. I, yeah, no, I'm for sure in a, in a, I'm, I'm for sure working and spend and dedicating my whole life to sort of absolving the, the more global sins that our family made. I don't think you deciding to like, just take a little bit of my blood really constitutes a redemption well, arc. It's been a whole thing since I've been out of the tomb. I've been, I've been doing redemption arc. I've been sharing my drugs. I tried to warn you. So I pulled, I pulled through the bond in the cur- I pulled through the bond in the spell that I got. I tried to, to warn you after I saw that you'd woken up too early that you Too weren't early. ready and that you were running around. How long was I supposed to be asleep yeah. or in the tomb? First off, I was only asleep for like a week and a half. I've just been in that tomb. <laughs> uh, first of all, I expected you. I expected you to stay there until your fucking shit leveled out, dude. Your your soul's a, a mess. Since I've been tied to you, I can feel that. I can sort of feel every feral instinct you have, every bad chaotic decision that you have because I decided that preserving preserving your soul meant tying it to mine. So I can so I know all those fucking wild instincts you have. I was going to wake you up when you fucking chilled out. All right, you were not ready. Do you think maybe if you left me in there with some like in you you know, if I had that Friday three, I'd probably be chill as hell. Only time. All right, all right. You know what I mean? Leyland, if you can't get through a conversation with me. He, he can't get through a conversation with anyone, to be fair. No, no, he can't. Look, I, I did what I did. I'm owning up to that. And part of me trying to help absolve the family's sins is to deal with the fact that I ran off. Because I didn't like where any of this was headed, and I just ran. 
And Ephraim used the company to fucking catapult this vampire bullshit. I thought he was just a weird old collector. Turns out he's a weird old collector that feeds off of people and has set up a whole shitty caste system for all the goddamn vampires and Gurn. And so it's my mess to fucking clean up like everything else is. Well, I've gotten real good at stabbing. So if you need some help stabbing, I, right. you, you, you got, we are, we got, you know, I'm good at it. Mort, tell her how good I am at stabbing. I, he's pretty good, to be fair. You know, I, I really wanted to be happy to see you again, and you are not making it easy. I'm going to help you stab Ephraim and free your soul. We're all on the same side then, Do, right? W- no, okay, okay. Buddies, First, I've, I've said family a lot. reunion. I've said happy a, days. We've done it. God, I wish Zach Cochran were here to see this. <laughs> oh my God, Leland. <laughs> Leland, I don't know why you're so fixated. On Zach Cochran, but I, I, I can't. You know what? I, I should, I should head over to the the, the stage and get Cammy. I'm sure she'd love to meet you. No, you know what? I don't, I don't know all of your friends, Leland. But I, look, I need to know what y'all are. What, what y'all have found out that have led you here? Do you even know Ephraim's oh, behind? Cammy's what are you doing? Cammy's the one that takes all the notes. I'm sitting here talking. I'm sitting here bearing my goddamn soul. I'm telling you. I'm telling you my whole life story. I've got nothing from y'all. If I, I mean, I knew Leland was around here, but I can't hear through his fucking thoughts. Yeah, we we should we should really get Cammy. She'll be able to she's tell you. She's the one that takes all the. She's she's darling. She's like a tiny little fox. Only on sometimes when she goes to the potty, she turns into a human. Um, she's like a aware person, but she only uses her dirty person form if she's going to the potty. Otherwise, she's like a oh. cute little fox. Do you remember Redwall? She's a kitsune. You can just say she's a yeah, kitsune. Yeah, from Redwall. I'm, yeah, I'm from aware. Redwall, from Brian Jacques. Redwall? What the? F- you could have left me with some of what them. in the? That would have been good. Wow. Wow. The Long Patrol okay. with them All rabbits. Right. That would have been fun to read. Shall, shall, I, shall I go and get her? Hey, if if we could just sort of convene here and have sort of this conversation where you just kept, you just briefly talk to me about what y'all are doing here, so we can compare notes about where Ephraim is, because if that's part of your whole, we did like, a twenty-one Jump Street, Lila, and we did a twenty-one Jump Street. We know Ephraim's behind. I mean, we we don't didn't know that he was the big big bad, if you know what I mean. But we knew he was at least one of them. Uh, so we knew he was a vampire. Uh, he had a whole. We school. knew that they. Stole the um thing that's name I can never remember from Vrim. The planar geode. That's the thing. Thanks, thanks, Zach. Um, <laughs> Shut the. <laughs> <laughs> Zach Cochran is not here, and that's yes. Very we, we know he stole the, the planar geode from Vrim. Uh, we're yep. not sure why. Something to do with, with portals, we imagine. Uh-huh. Um, and we know that there was, you know, a school that was, um. I don't know they were trading vampires. I think it was just a feeding ground for them. Yeah, he took he took my children idea and used it as a place that you know it wasn't really an idea for children, but it ended up being children that probably piqued his interest. And then he was running a whole school like K through twelve, I think. We were on the high school part, uh, but it, it, they were turned. The school was only open at night. I won prom queen. He did. He did win prom queen. I was kicked out. Uh, uh, surprise, surprise. I was caught trying to do this cool like infiltration thing and then I aggressively hit on the teacher and she did not like it on account of my, my messed up face. All right. So y- what I'm hearing is that y'all just happenstance went to one of the feeding mm, centers, yeah. went sort of to one of the, that they're yeah. making. Cause he's sort of 
Become, turn in humans oh, in the last yeah yeah we shut that shit down ended up in one of those we, yeah, we shut them down all right so you took you did you take oh so you take you took care of all of them you took care of all 41 that they have all, um so i'm sorry i'm sorry i mean, you took, i'm sorry you went ahead and you took care of the of we, the 41 that they got of, going on it, throughout throughout gurn and in the surrounding took, territories that are took care of one of them no. yeah we got it we got it real all right good. So only forty for me. Well, I mean, so I that's cool. You did your one, and then I take the forty. Yeah, and there's the the nurse as well. We did her and and Jerry Mortsborn. We took him out. Uh, Of course, he wasn't a vampire until I made him a vampire. I have a question about Jerry Mortsborn. All right, you answered it. Yeah, you know, you did answer it. Uh, How many of you fucking turned? Because I, I it was just just him, just just Jerry. And you killed him. Yeah, you can't let vampires live, right? That's so That's honorable. Your holy I, I really don't understand. I really don't understand how you could how you could take the gods away and end the Austrian era, which seems like a net positive. That seems like great for me. Uh, and then turn right back around and become a vampire. For well, I don't understand that either. I know mean, I was a skeleton. Oh, before, all right. So, well, hey, maybe your long lost sister will come and pop in and explain to you. How oh, I don't happen. have a don't have a sister. A, br- a brother I had a brother. He had a brother. He was the one that turned me into a skeleton. Oh, <gasps> your brother was also a bastard. No, no, he he did that out of love. Oh, well, I wouldn't know. I would also think that. I, okay, well, I personally feel like I did that out of love, but. So how many of how many feeding centers have you overthrown? I'm mostly gathering information oh. to just kill Ephraim because I feel like Ephraim. Oh, I know I feel like Ephraim yeah. is what is the sins that's on my plate. So it's, so it's none. None is that. Is that none? Is that once a, once again? I'm here to just okay. <laughs> I mean, we're also traveling around with one of the most famed vampire hunts in the world. He's taken out a few of them herself. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we're teamed yeah. up with Remember. Oh, yeah. Remember. You're traveling. Around? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Okay. So I'm sort of gathering information and just sort of kind of kind of. Kind for of 83 the years you've been doing that? You've just been bit. gathering information for 83 years, just no moves? No, I've been doing... Okay, first of all, I've been on this for two weeks, which is not a crazy amount of time, mm. first of all. It, when I found out that he was moving and settling in Gurn, so this is the information I've gotten in a mm. couple weeks, a fortnight, mm. because believe it or not, I was up to other shit. I had I had other shit to do, because we've been... Our family's been mm. fucking ruining Eora for a while. So I have been up to a lot and she'll like pull her sleeves up and you see that there are random like geodes and gemstones that are embedded all over her body, all over her arms. What, what is up with all of, all of this stuff? This one in your chest mm-hmm. and, and in your arms and stuff. What, what's up with that? Uh, well, the, the magic of the witches requires sacrifice and you sort of have your domains that you operate in because that's you can only really develop one skill. You know, you can't have someone good at everything, right? Because that. Yeah, Mary Sue. Mm-hmm. No one wants to be Mary Sue. That's rude as hell. Uh, so I sort of do earth and geode magic. That's sort of what I and do. And it makes you into a stone woman. Like, is it, is it like the more you use your magic, the more stony you become or something? Well, magic takes from you because you have you have to give into it. You have to offer something um, for for the to, to the wilds. You have to make a sacrifice to the font that you sort of that gives you your power it's it's an exchange a little bit uh and i've gotten much better if you'll notice the this the leland scar is pretty obnoxious and requires me to dress like a goddamn nun in a habit uh or else children gawk at me which is a whole other issue oh i I thought it looked pretty cool but no if if i were to preserve you now leland this this gym would have went in beautifully beautifully and honestly you would have kept your features well i guess we'll never know you you, you'd be damn near handsome you had good genes i I have great genes well 
Well, I guess I guess you can keep reading your books, and Mort and I will keep uh, doing all the action and all the murder of the vampires. You just tell us where Ephraim is, and we'll go kill him like he split. You really, you really feel like you need to be so petty as to not even be able to work with your sister. Just to, we're just trying to kill one man. We're just trying to kill one old fucker. You're like a man in the chair. Yeah. yeah. The fuck does that mean? Charlie's Angels. You s- just sit in the background saying, "Hey, I've got a mission for you. Go here. Yeah, do that." And if you, if you want to come and help kill, then it's fine. But I mean, it doesn't sound like you've had much experience in, in the vampire killing department. I'm sorry. Am I getting am I getting dogged on for not murdering people? Yeah, it sounds like you're a big libtard, a big old. Oh, we hurt the earth. I can't do a murder. <laughs> Goddamn snowflake. <laughs> oh, oh, we need higher taxes wow. to fund the school. Wow. Get out of here, man. Let's cut these taxes like we're gonna cut this vampire. Come on. Yeah. No, I mean, if if you want to come come along as as well, then that's fine. But. You know, we thought, you know, you've been doing all the research, so you'd wow. have the information for us. I thought that was why you, you sought us out, so we could, you know. Yeah, why are you here just to be mean to me? I didn't, no, I'm here to kill Ephraim. I didn't, I didn't seek y'all out. I knew Leland was coming around. I could feel his sort of presence, but I, I had no, I thought that y'all might just be fucking around and that I had no reason to think that y'all were pursuing this. It's not like Leland has a lot of real studious vibes. He sends me down his soul. He hasn't, he's barely recognized what's happening. Hey, I, I've got a question. Like uh, a few months yeah. back, uh, were uh-huh. you in Thimble Winter in a big airship or was that Ephraim? Why would you think I was in Thimble Because we saw a big airship. With the, the deacon we don't sugar. we don't travel planes. No, we no we we stay on the earth. My whole coven stays on the earth. We we wouldn't travel planes. I've read texts about them. Why would I be on well, Thimble Venter? That's why I was asking if it, if it was you because yeah, there was Deacon's you. ship there. So yeah, yeah, that's something that we know that you didn't know that you know Ephraim's obviously traveling the planes. So I stole I I stole a company airship to sort of leave so that I could I could follow the calling of the book and find my coven that I ended up finding. I don't know what happened to that. I sort of just left it because you have to sort of abandon all your worldly possessions. You can't you can't really take a whole lot of shit with you. I didn't I didn't pack my clothes, you know what I mean? I I assume an Ephraim thinks I'm dead cuz I just I just wandered off and he hasn't seen me in 83 years. 82. But I, I didn't t- I didn't take anything, so I just left that airship, okay. and I, I don't know who took it. Marauders, uh, bandits. I assume it fell out of the air at some Do point. Do you know why Ephraim mm-hmm. would have stolen the plane of Geode? Oh, so I haven't super figured out all of his plans. To I've been doing research remotely, and I needed to actually infiltrate and talk to people and, and see if I could get some further information before I kill him, obviously, even though I do need to kill him because he's sort of turning humans into livestock. I mean, not just humans. Sure. He's turning mortals into livestock. I'm so sorry. We're, we're, we're three undead people, and I've, I feel like I'm, I did paint a broad picture, but I mean sort of living people that are want to be fed on. Oh, wait, so, so you are undead, then? I mean, I can't die. I've given my body to Yorith and to the Coven and to the Wild Magics, and so... Leland's like 50 feet away, kind of fiddling with his back turned to you guys, just fiddling around. Is he always like this more? Is uh, he, has he been moody like this? It swings around about, you know, you know, ups and downs. Yeah, like when he's high. Oh, and then, yeah, that, that would the, make the, sense, yeah. yeah. Hey, Leland, buddy, what, what are you doing over there? And you see him turn around and he's got like four or five baggies 
that are clearly filled with the his drugs, and he's dumping them down the drain. He's like, uh, we're going cold turkey. I got some vampires to kill with my big sister. And he's got a little, his little stoat pendant. How, you know, people will wear like St. Christopher medallions. He's like, me and the stoat god are going to do it chaos style. And he's going to throw a knife at a freaking bar door and miss. And it's going to go through a window and kill an NPC. <laughs> I'm sorry, you're religious now? When did you find God? Yeah, I, I, I carved this little stoke statue when he came to me in a dream in the tomb for 83 years. And he said unto me, uh, what do you want? Uh, what's up, my guy? You know, in my opinion, um, Leland's Ezra impressions were never very good. Um, which is, you know, nothing against him. He's not exactly a classically trained impressionist, is he? He didn't go to the Duboisset uh, Institute of Impressionism, did he? Um, so, I mean, if you didn't ever really study how to do an impression of someone, you may think, well, all I've got to do is get the intonation right, get the hand gestures down, you know, and say some things like they would say. And if people hear that and it sounds like that person's voice, well, then I've done my job. That's not at all true. The Duboisset Institute teaches you there's so much more. There's 45 different aspects to an impression. And what you've listed out just there, just three of them, it's just three. And so, you know, if you think three out of 45 is enough, well, you know, perhaps to the layperson it may be, you know, perhaps it might, but it's certainly not odd. So just wanted to put that out there for everyone listening at home. Uh, well, anyway, next time when we get the, the whole crew back together, there will be some awkward moments where I feel Cabby will have to interact with Lila Ann, as those two have never really interacted before. Um, and I'm sure it'll be a richly engrossing in conversation. Um, but we'll probably skip mostly past a lot of that, as it's, it's probably just going to be wrapping up the same things over and over again. Because next time, I got to tell you folks, it's a, it's a moment that you've all been waiting for. The brute force. Well, these fuckers come up with a plan. I know. I know. And they, 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 they it's not a bad one. Um, so not to spoil the surprise, but there's a plan, a brewing next time. At the Gilded Ram Grog House and Tea Room, in name only. Tip your Minotaur bartenders. They had to do the cleanup. And I will see you next time. Uh... <laughs> hey, great episode, <laughs> Sinking something which is already sinked. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's more a matter of knowing where the clip is. All right, okay. I was really impressed with all the work Adam did for us that episode. I worked so hard. Okay. Listen, I had to I had to marionette back yeah. here. I, I had to ventriloquist puppet. Okay. All this information. I had to mute my microphone twice to tell Ray background information exactly two times. Yeah. I would like to go on record about Zach Corcoran. Mm. And I feel like that's very important to me because I I was not prepared for that. Yeah. That was I made... did text I did text Pat yeah. in the middle of this and say, hey, <laughs> uh, really dig into Lila Ann for making up a boyfriend named Zach Corcoran. Okay. I would like to go on record about that because that was very clearly I didn't I didn't act super well. That was very clearly an attack uh, <laughs> on me. And I'll explain to you why. I'll no I'll no I'll explain why and I will go on the record about Zach Corcoran first of all, 
if your name is Zach Corcoran and you grew up in rural Virginia and you're hearing this, you're the man of her dreams. I'm so sorry, bud. I'm no, I'm so sorry, bud. Uh, this shouldn't have come up. Secondly, I was a young, I was a young, like, like late elementary school, early middle school girl who um, could not, could not give a shit about boys. Could not give a shit about boys. Thought a lot of my friends were very cute because I was queer and who knew that? Who, who could have expected that at that age? Um, and all of my friends really wanted to bond over talking about cute boys that they liked in, in our school. And I, boy, I didn't want to do that. I wanted to be involved. I was a middle child. I wanted the attention. I wanted to talk about someone, but it, from a different school. Now, does this boy exist? Absolutely, he does. He's a real boy. He went to a different school than me, and his parents were friends with my parents. And so I only saw him once a year at a Super Bowl party that my parents would throw at our house. Was he cute? Um, I'm sorry, for a 10-year-old? I mean, two, I'm, sorry, two, I'm sorry, for a 9 to 10-year-old? Two, uh, nine I personally to don't find 9 and 10-year-olds. He was he was cute. I remember him being cute enough that at the time, if my friends had seen a picture of him, I would have stood my ground. I would have been able to justify it. I had so little actual interaction with this boy, um, but, I, but he was a name that I could throw out to my friends when they would all want to talk about boys. And I would be like, yeah, well, I... And I could pretend to, pretend to be better than them, which I ha- at the age of nine, I wanted to do. At, ugh, ugh, some kids are shitty. I don't know. And then some of those kids, shitty kids grow up to be on podcasts. Anyways. Did they ever find out that you were making it up? I'm an extremely good liar, John. Do any of your friends listen to this podcast and they're now going to be shocked that you made it all up? John, my friends are on this podcast. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me add some context to this because because Ray is yeah, impressed. I'm impressed you remember. Impressed I remembered this. Uh, when you told me this name, I said to myself, You wrote I'm, it down. I'm going to use that. So I wrote it down. <laughs> and it wasn't going to be here. I wasn't going to give Pat the, the, the thrill of throwing that your face. I was so shocked that you gave that to Pat. <laughs> Here's what happened. Gift. Where do you think it was written? In your phone? It was written on that piece of paper that Shit. I just poured that soju Shit. on. On the back of it, it says Zach Cochran. <laughs> Corcoran. I knew it was when we hung out. Fuck. So yeah, somewhere on the back of that, that's that doesn't seem. So right. how long ago yeah. did you write that name down? Other side. Uh, Other side. probably a month. Uh, that's the number of pops you had to get on my fingers. Oh, and that's down right. there. What does it say? Oh, you spelled it wrong, but it's yeah. That's not- <laughs> was it because you poured drink, you put it there, and you're like, oh yeah, that name, I remember. No, I I knew that that was on there because I knew she was coming over. So I'm like, well, I got to make sure that she can't see the Zach Cochran name on there. So I uh, when I spilled my drink on it, I'm like, well, now that I have to use that tonight, um, I have to use it tonight because I will not remember right. it past this when the when it is that gone. And I'm not going to write it down again. That makes so sense. I gave it to Pat. Yeah. What a treat. Zach Corcoran is a deeply real person, and I was not mentally prepared to hear his name thrown out in the middle of If you're a deeply real person and you're you're not prepared for a lot of things in life, you could check us out on the interwebs. <laughs> you could see us uh, on Twitter at Brute Forcecast, or you could even follow John over there on Twitter. He's at Nudzer with a Z, not a Z. Well, you could follow Pat on Twitter. He's over there at Patrick underscore Rankin. Yeah, when you're finished watching Todd Field's Tar on Peacock, it's streaming on Peacock, wow. uh, you could uh, go on Instagram and see Ray Naramano. Is that right? Uh, yeah, that's so right. And I'm also sorry about how much of this episode is just my voice. Uh, I am on Instagram at Ray Naramano, but you know who is on Twitter still? At the Adam Bash. Kind of. 
Kind of. I went private. Yeah, you went private, and he mostly uses Twitter to send stuff to me. So if you want me to see something on Twitter, send it to him. Send it Adam. to me, and I'll probably and tell Adam her about it. it. And if you me. want Adam to see it on Twitter because he's private, send it to Brute Forecast, which I will then check, and then I'll send it on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> If you want to give John, if you want me to see something, you send, send it, it to, to John, John. So he'll send it to me. <laughs> so then I'll send it to Ray. We got we got a real um, a cans and string system. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Then do we change the the whole outro and say? And if you want to contact Ad on Twitter, contact at Nudzer. If you want to contact Ray on Twitter, contact <laughs> at Nudzer. Contact Nudzer. If you want to contact any of us on Twitter, yeah. contact at Nudzer. Yeah, he's our representative. He, he's our elected representative. Yeah. We were into gra- grassroots politics here at Brute Force. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, thanks for thanks for the patience. I know it's been I know last uh, the last episode uh, was one where we we spent a good chunk of time uh, like taking a little extended hiatus. Uh, schedules were where they were. A lot of life happened in the Holidays. time, and uh, and we recorded that one uh, back in November. And so this one is it's been a hot minute since we uh, between these episodes for us. But it's really uh, exciting to be back in the swing of things, and we are hoping uh, to crank through the rest of this season. Uh, hopefully, in the next few months, it'd be great. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping yeah. too. I'm hoping too. Yeah. Also, if you guys have never tried freeze dried candies. Freeze dried uh, Nerds Gummy Clusters. Not sponsored, not sponsored. She, uh, Ray's holding it up to a camera that you can't see. If you've uh, ever tried Soju, also not sponsored. Not sponsored. It's Soju's great. great, yeah. Yeah, it's great. Um, but also chicken, fried chicken. and Fried chicken and seasoned fries. Beans and rice. A shrimp fried this rice? Check, dirty rice. Remember that Jake DeLome Bojangles commercial? Oh, I'm going to Bojangles. There's a Bojangles. There's No, there's a Bojangles. Yes, yes. There's a Bojangles so near Adam now. Horse. Ugh.